0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Armed federal officers were stationed around the Super 8 Hotel in Sitka on Tuesday afternoon amid an ongoing drug investigation. In an email to KCAW, Sitka Police Department spokesperson Serena Wilde said police are currently working on an active investigation with two narcotics task forces, Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs and the High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area Unit, or HIDA. Wilde said police hope the operation will be resolved sometime Wednesday. It isn't the first time outside organizations have aided SPD in a drug investigation. CCAD is, an, is a regional narcotics task force, and HIDA is a federal program that provides assistance to communities that are deemed critical drug trafficking areas in the U.S. It's been involved in different drug investigations in Sitka since 2018. The Super 8 Hotel is located next next door to the City and State Building, which houses the Sitka Police Department. KCAW spoke with staff at the Super 8, who confirmed the FBI's presence at the hotel. The staff member, who identified himself as the manager, said he didn't want publicity, and quipped that the activity around the building was due to a birthday party. Sitka now has an over-the-counter COVID test available for use in the home. The FlowFlex Rapid Antigen Test is available in limited quantities from Harry Race and White's pharmacies and retails for $13 per test. KCAW's Robert Woolsey visited Harry Race and spoke with pharmacist Liz Holmgren, who said that the tests have been stocked in Sitka on the recommendation of Alaska's chief medical officer, Dr. Ann Zink.
1: I guess there was some controversy and we started carrying it because it, she's approved it and decided that there's enough information out there to make it good. It's 94% effective mm-hmm. or 94% accurate. Okay. So it's not a hundred percent.
2: So who should, who should take it? Who should get this?
1: Yeah. It's saying like, if you're going to be in a group and you want to know if you're safe, that you could do it that way. Um, so before joining indoor gatherings with others, you know, that you're not sure about, that's a good option. Okay. Um, it's not as good as the PCR tests, right. which, um, you know, so I don't know if the airlines, if it's effective enough.
2: Okay. Is this the same version of the rapid test that they used to be giving? Like know?
1: at the schools and things? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's the same as the schools have been giving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And,
2: and how many tests in each box?
1: in here oh, it's yes, one and they are saying to repeat sometimes so you'd have to buy two
2: okay and how many tests are in sitka do you think
0: we
1: yeah, 13 at the moment
0: okay so just here yeah. just here harry yeah
1: no they have some at whites too yeah.
0: That's KCAW's Robert Woolsey checking in with pharmacist Liz Holmgren about the FlowFlex rapid antigen at-home test for COVID-19 that's now available in Sitka. As Holmgren stated, a home antigen test does not meet CDC guidelines for air travel, except under very limited circumstances when other tests may not be available. And although FlowFlex is a very similar product, the rapid antigen kit used in the voluntary testing program in Sitka schools is called... Binax Now from Abbott Laboratories. Home test kits are going to become more common in the near future. In an address from the White House Tuesday morning, President Biden announced that the government is going to purchase and distribute 500 million free home testing kits around the country. The Chatham School District's Board of Education announced the hiring of a new interim superintendent following the sudden death of its superintendent on December 1st. Bruce Hauk, Chatham's superintendent of schools since 2017, died unexpectedly in his sleep on December 1st at his home in Angoon. The Chatham school board met on December 8th and appointed John Holst as former Sitka educator to serve in the meantime. Prior to serving as interim superintendent for the Sitka school district last year, Holst served stints as superintendent in Denali, Craig, and in Sitka in the 1990s. For over two decades, he's been an education consultant.
2: I was the superintendent of schools at Sitka from 93 to 2001 and retired at that point at 55, and I've been doing consulting work uh, since that time. The bulk of it during the last uh, five, six years has been mentoring of new superintendents.
0: As the top administrator of the Chatham School District, Holst will manage its roughly $4.4 million budget, which includes administering schools in the small communities of Klaquan, Angoon, Gustavus, and an independent learning center in Tenneke Springs. Holst says he was contacted shortly after Houck's death and agreed to serve a temporary daily rate contract to serve as interim, and expects to serve just for the spring term.
2: Well, I'm excited about being here. Uh, I think the uh, the board was very clear on what their expectations were, uh, and uh, I think I should be able to do what they requested. And of course, this is clearly an interim interim role. I'm not going to be here longer than through June, and I will be assisting the board. I uh, imagine with uh, with replacing uh, filling the position.
0: He declined to state the pay, and inquiries with the district for his interim contract are pending. The former superintendent, Bruce Hauk was paid a salary of $130,000 per year. Holst arrived at the district offices in Angoon on Thursday after two days of travel delays flying from Sitka. He spoke just hours after arriving in Hauk's former office, where he says his first task is to assess where things stand.
2: Right now, going through the office here. And, of course, Bruce died suddenly, and so the office is filled with stuff. And I just started kind of going through it, trying to figure out uh, what I need to do with many of the files and the pieces of paper that are here.
0: He says he'll continue to live in Sitka, and he's also involved in advising three school districts in strategic planning.
2: I think the, the expectations are that we sort of keep all the balls in the air that have been juggled. And there are a lot of them. Uh, Also, budgeting time is coming rapidly. And so we're going to be starting the budget for uh, FY23, I would imagine, very soon, in early January.
0: Holst acknowledged the ongoing negotiations on the future of the Klukwan School after its enrollment dropped below 10 students this year, but he declined to comment on next steps in the process. He says he's meeting with staff in Angoon this week and plans to hold Zoom meetings with staff and community from Klukwan, Gustavus, and Tennekee Springs in the coming days. When it comes to winter in Alaska, people might think of snow, ice, and limited daylight, but does that picture include farm animals? As KTOO's Bridget Dowd reports, half a dozen chickens are enjoying their first winter at a community space in Juneau that's become their new home.
3: On a dark 20-degree afternoon in Juneau, I'm happy to be warming up inside the Zach Gordon Youth Center. Just a few steps from the door, I'm introduced to Amanda Lovejoy, the
0: center's recreation coordinator. It's a great place. Kids get to come in and they can do their homework. They can hang out with their friends. We have lots of resources we can connect youth with.
3: Lovejoy is usually in charge of sports programs and scholarships, but lately she's earned an additional job title.
2: She's really the chicken expert,
0: so I'll
3: the chicken her. expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, now she is the resident chicken expert at the youth center.
0: I used to have chickens. I had three chickens for several years, so it was just a natural for me to slide into it here.
3: Lovejoy leads me outside down a snowy pathway to the chicken coop. You wanna come in?
0: Yeah.
3: Inside a small gated area, I'm greeted by six hens strutting over frosted hay. Because this is Alaska, the hens have a heated water bowl and a cozy hen house illuminated with red lights. The fun thing is watching them run. They really do look like little dinosaurs when they're (laughs) running. The youth center took them in as chicks earlier this year, and they're not just for show. They're here for a purpose.
0: The purpose is to have the eggs, really. And honestly, the kids are kind of involved in like taking care of them and coming in and spending time with them and helping raise them. It's been fun for everybody.
3: The kids who come here after school bring the hens treats and scour the coop for eggs. But Lovejoy still does the dirty work, like cleaning up the poop. Back inside, I meet some of the youth center's biggest chicken enthusiasts. Chickens are Yeah. <laughs> I taught someone here had I one, to carry one. I find 10-year-old Warren Plouffe climbing Zach Gordon's indoor rock wall, and he's eager to talk about the center's resident farm animals. Well, I like going out there and petting them and uh, picking them up. I like the white one. Its name is like mocha or something and he loves going outside to look for eggs. We once found like 21 or something at the same time because they hadn't checked it in a while. Is it hard to find them? Uh, No, they have a little nest, and um, they just lay the eggs in there. Warren is no stranger to being around chickens either. His family used to have some of their own. Now he gets a kick out of hanging out with the Zach Gordon hens after school. Sometimes, like, if you're eating raisins, they, like, crowd you. Or if you're eating any food, they just crowd you, and it's just fun because they, like, jump on top of you and, like, try and pack you. In the kitchen, volunteer Annie Bonino-Bridge pulls out a tray of eggs, all labeled with the date they were found. The youth center uses the fresh eggs to make meals for the kids and bake cookies with them. She says they've been trying different methods to get the hens to lay more eggs, like feeding them cayenne and red pepper flakes. Chickens don't have the taste buds to taste
0: spiciness, so they can't tell that it's spicy, but it's supposed to help them increase the number of eggs that they lay and improve the color and quality of the yolk.
3: At the end of my visit, Warren takes me back out to the coop and picks up one of the hens for a photo. Hi. He says he doesn't come here as often as he used to because he's gotten busy with other after-school activities, but he still likes to visit the Zack Gordon chickens as often as he can. In
0: Juneau, I'm Bridget Dowd. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.